0: Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating episode number 74. So our topic today is the fun topic of failure. So we're going to talk about being willing to fail as many times as it takes. But before we get to that, best bite that I had this week. So with school holidays and we had a couple of days in Sydney with the boys, which was really fun, stayed at Coogee Beach. Sydney in the wintertime is amazing. Like it was just so beautiful. But yeah, the best bite I had, I went to uh, Loam, which is a new restaurant in Surrey Hills. And they had this fried Brussels sprouts dish. So the um, Brussels sprouts are assumed deep fried. (laughs) So they were crispy, but then soft in the middle. And they they all came with like fried chickpeas and... Like I think there was some bacon crumbs in there and then maple syrup. So it was like this sweet, salty, crispy bowl of goodness. So it was really, really delicious. So it's like, definitely need to get me some more Brussels sprouts. Okay, so plan for today is, first I'll share the story behind this episode. Then we'll look at like why as adults we fear failing. And then we'll look at like how to actually... Embrace failure and use it to help you get where you want to go and achieve your goals. And I've got a little bonus tip for you. So... Story behind this episode is I'd actually planned to talk about being willing to fail as many times as it takes because, um, yeah, just it popped into my, my head that I hadn't spoken about that on the podcast. But interestingly, like yesterday morning, I was coaching one of the new members in the Naturally Healthy Club. I'd asked them to like uncover what they had to lose by ch- doing this work and changing their relationship with food because yeah, you know, there's always something that's hot that can be holding us back. And anyway, so one of my new clients, she uncovered that the thing that she had to lose was like feeling like a failure. Like if she tries this and it doesn't work, like she's going to like feel like a failure. And I was like, right, of course. <laughs> like, so we coached on that. Um, and what I told her is like what we're going to talk about today. But I was just like, oh, definitely need to do this podcast episode. And I guess in terms of the story behind like my own journey with learning to embrace failure and being comfortable, getting better at being comfortable with failure, I think I first heard about the, the idea of like failure being a positive thing from Tim Ferriss like years and years ago. And then also like around the same time, I remember reading an article about Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, who's now a billionaire. And she was talking about her upbringing and how her dad had always like when they got home from school, like every day asking them like, how have you failed today? And just this, I was like, that is so crazy. (laughs) Um, Then she was talking about how like her dad really encouraged them to Fail. And if they weren't failing at things, it meant that they weren't trying hard enough because they weren't putting themselves in difficult enough situations or playing it too safe. And I was like, wow, wow. Like, so that really expanded my mind to like this possibility that maybe failure could be okay. And then more recently, I've been following a time coach, Vicki uh, Louise. She's got a great podcast. And she is really big on embracing failure, like, and just being willing to. Fa- and I think I got this idea of being willing to fail as many times as it takes from her. Um, and I just, I love this idea of. But when we want to make a change in our lives, if we're willing to fail as many times as it takes, it just feels really good because it takes the pressure off because we know we'll get there eventually because all we have to do is just keep failing until we get there. So um, I've definitely been using that concept in my business for sure. So that's kind of how I came to be doing this episode. So now let's talk about like why we fear failure. And if you look at it, like the only Thing like failure opens us up to feeling negative emotion. So when we fail at something, we feel a negative emotion. Usually that's like some form of like disappointment or maybe a little bit of shame or discouragement. But it's not really bad negative emotion, but it is negative emotion. So we we fear failing because we just don't want to feel that negative emotion. And then the other reason why we fear failing is because of the stories, like what we make it mean when we fail. And often what we do is like, if we fail at something, we don't just feel the clean pain of like the disappointment and the failure in that moment. We tell ourselves stories and we go down this path of, oh, you know, this means that I'm never going to get there and I'm, I'm a failure and I'm no good at anything. And like, we add all this extra drama and all these extra stories to it. So it becomes this big thing rather than it being like a simple Case of, okay, this didn't work out. What can I do differently? So I think that that's why we fear failing because, you know, we don't want to feel a negative emotion and because our brains can be really mean to us and turn failure into this huge drama fest. The other thing with failure, and I know this happens to me as well, is like our brains also want to go to, like, when we fail, it wants to remember all the times we've failed in the past and like it brings up all this so we've got like the negative emotion from the current failure but then we also have this pain body like all this this baggage of of all the failures from the past come back that we we feel that pain again it just becomes this big cloud of, of failure so how do we actually use failure to help us? How do we embrace it? So first thing I think that I found have found really helpful is just recognizing that failure is a totally normal part of learning any new skill or any change. And when you think about it, of course, like, you know, if you're learning to, like kids learning to walk, of course, we're going to be falling down. Of course, we're not, we're going to be failing. That's just part of learning to walk. Like we totally accept that. And, you know, if we're, learning to play an instrument, musical instrument, of course, we're going to miss notes. Of course, we're going to, it's going to sound bad. Sometimes we recognize that as part of learning new skills. And so we can apply that, like just consciously remind ourselves, I think that any change that we're doing, like, you know, if we're wanting to change our relationship with food, there's going to be some times where we do overeat or we do mess up and that's okay. Like recognizing that that's going to be part of our process. Or I teach people how to um, you know, how to cook without recipes. And so one of the big things that like mindset things that we do is just saying that we're willing to fail as many times as it takes. And so, and that, the cool thing is that when we do that, like when we open ourselves up to that, like actually failure is a normal part. Like it's normal for things not to taste it how we expect. It's normal to burn things. Like even the most amazing chefs still occasionally burn stuff. Like that just takes a lot of the drama out and just go, oh yeah, okay, well this is going to be part of it and just remove some of that fear because we're not going to, we don't need to make it into this big story. And then the second party, so first of all, recognize it. Yep, this is just going to be part of learning a new skill. So it becomes like no big deal. And then the second thing is like deciding what we're going to make it mean when we do fail. So with my cooking students, I teach them like that this is part of it. And so what they make it mean is, that, oh, there's just something for me to learn. Or this is an opportunity for me to practice problem solving. Like we just, we don't make it mean anything about how they're never going to be a good cook and that they're always going to suck. Like we don't do any of that or we're, that this is just a, you know, they're always both stuff. Like I could t- tell you that story about my pine nut, <laughs> me burning pine nuts, but we just decide in advance that it's not going to mean anything big. It just means that there's something here for me to learn. And I think the third part of how to embrace failure is actually consciously choosing to think positive thoughts about failure. So to, to remind ourselves that this is part of the process. My favorite thought about this that I have you know, written on my notice board is like I'm willing to fail as many times as it takes so the the title of this episode so you're welcome to use that thought and just r- to remind yourself like yep I'm willing to fail like for any new school like whether that's you know in your career whether that's in your relationships in your health like I'm willing to fail as many times as it takes just takes all that pressure off and it also makes you remember that, yeah, like failing is going to be part of this. We don't need to freak out if, when not not if, but when we do fail, this is going. That's just part of it. Another thought that um, I I find helpful in this is just re- reminding ourselves that I don't have to do this perfectly because that whole perfectionism thing is the opposite of embracing failure, and really, you know, perfectionism. Is just a way for, that we think that we're going to protect ourselves from feeling the negative emotion and the disappointment of failing. So, just reminding ourselves that I don't have to do this perfectly is a, is another really good way to connect with the like matter of factness of failing and that like normalizing it, making it okay to um, to fail. And another thought that I think is is really helpful is just when we are failing. Like rather than going into the the stories of the past or the stories of how we're never going to succeed in the future, reminding us okay, I'm failing at this. I failed here. That just means there's something for me to learn. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to get there. It doesn't mean that I'm always going to repeat the failures of my past. It just means there's something here that I need to learn. And then it helps me get curious about, oh, okay, well, what what is it that I need to learn here? What could I be learning here? And just, you know, it just it takes, it takes a lot of the drama out. Okay. And then my bonus thought for you today is, and actually I, this is something that I came across very early in my business, that the only time we really fail is when we stop trying. And I can't remember who the quote was from. I had it written on my, you know, by my desk for years. And that thought gave me so much comfort when it, particularly in the early days of my business, when there was a lot of failure and just reminding myself that the only time I really fail is if I stop trying. So any other, like if I if I don't quit, if I keep going, then you know I'm going to get there eventually. Would just that connected me to my resilience. It connected me to my persistence. And just yeah, I really found that thought really helpful. So. That's it for today. So hope you've got something and that that you're willing to actually use this idea of of embracing failure and using it as a tool to help you on your journey to change whatever it is that you're you're working on changing. Okay. And before we go, so there are actually three great fun ways to work with me now. So first is simple meal plans, which is weekly recipes and meal plans that I, I send you, which gives you a clear, simple, doable process to develop healthy habits, save mental energy, and make healthier choices automatic. So you enjoy eating well. So the doors to that are now open and that will really help you like radically simplify your approach to cooking healthier. The second way to work with me is Joyful Cooking in 90 Days, which is um, a coaching group that shows you the secret process for cooking without recipes, so you actually want to make healthy dinners. So the, at the time of recording, the next group for that starts in September 2022, So, and applications are going to open in August. And then the third way is the Naturally Healthy Club. And so that's my personalized coaching group that helps you change your relationship with food so you become one of those naturally healthy people who enjoy eating well and feeling good in their clothes. Um, So the next group for that starts in January 2023 and applications will open in November. Okay, have a beautiful week, embracing failure, not making it mean anything bad when you do fail, and just you know, leaning into this idea of being willing to fail as many times as it takes. And I will catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast, and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google stone soup and you'll find it.